0: hey guys how's it going uh welcome to another episode of cosplay bites the show about conventions cosplay and all that fun stuff including the tangents that we seem to go on almost every episode um in the hopes of trying to turn this into a weekly thing i figured why not try and do this solo for once so this episode's (laughs) It's going to be all about me. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, as usual, it's uh, housekeeping stuff. So um, for those who don't know, Cosplay Bites is a podcast show available on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you guys could uh, rate and review the show, that would greatly appreciate it and help me out a lot. Currently on my blog, Lightning Palace... You can see a whole bunch of fun showcases and features on talented individuals such as Alice and Tabitha's uh, makeup skills. Um, I got Pasha cosplays uh, Death Guard from her uh, stab at the Ebon Blade group. Um, Termina cosplays uh, Red Gyarados Janko, which is really awesome. And then just a couple of people upcoming. I have uh, Dominique Skye's Raven and severia cosplay with her uh rave mashups so those outfits are pretty cool um yeah like i said um this is uh pretty much all about me for this episode oh and quickly just wanted to go over um my patrons over on patreon that help make this show possible and support me uh shout out to the following individuals i got uh Keralia Jade, Kat katyushka moonfox mink the Seder, nicole marie jean noah wilson noah uh oh my sophie and shalen um yeah so that takes care of that <coughs> sorry this is really weird doing this solo so hopefully you guys will enjoy it um <laughs> so uh yeah all about me um i guess how i got into it um so i've been involved in the cosplay world for about I want to say, seven years uh 2012 was when i first took a stab at it um i feel like i always knew about the hobby like i would see people dress up but i think it really didn't come into play when um <laughs> uh like i mentioned uh multiple times on the show where um i met uh jessica negri um at my first con and she was pretty much the reason why i went to that con um but it was in 2012 and i had known about her prior since when she first came on the scene in 2009 uh at san diego comic-con when she did her uh sexy pikachu cosplay and then alongside her riku from final fantasy 10 2 and then she just kept doing more outfits of like anime characters and more pokemon gajinkas and then she caught wind of the um lollipop chainsaw competition where basically you had to just dress up as the main character juliet starling which was um, it was a game created by uh, Suda51, but it was also written by James Gunn, who most people now know him for directing the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movies for Marvel. But, uh, yeah, so through an unsuspected turn of events, she won, and thus became the like face of Volleyball Chainsaw, like, the official like promotional model and whatnot. So that allowed her to go on a little convention tour, and wouldn't you know it, she happened to stop by uh, Pax East at one of her cons on the list when uh, the game was going on its little tour. And given my location, uh, Pax East was relatively short. I only went there for a day. Uh, and she knew who I was because I was interacting with her online for a time. Uh, and for that con, I dressed up as Nightwing with his... um. new 52 uh version with the red emblem (coughs) and um yeah i used a lot of techniques at the time that i learned like um latex mask um i think i hot glued the emblem onto my black a black shirt black i think it was like a pair of black costume pants from like a kid's halloween costume that i had in my house Um, yeah, so, went there, she was legit the first place I stopped by, and I saw her, she saw me, and we both kind of freaked out, and she was just like, oh my god, it's you! And, uh, yeah, we had like a mini photo shoot at the booth, and, uh, it was a lot of fun, and then, that pretty much kicked off everything, um, I went, and went to New York Comic Con the the uh, same year where Jess was there. I had uh, met Monica Lee for the first time. I met the guys over at Filthy Casual there who, um, at the time, they were still cherry sauce clothing. So that was really neat. And, uh, yeah, I then just got obsessed and <laughs> dove into the cosplay world head on where I met so many... Other talented, um, incredible people like, um, uh, Ricky. Uh, I met her, met Yaya Han a couple of times. Um, basically, that led me to meet all of the, um, all the cosplayers, all the guests that you've seen on my show. I've met since, um, doing the hobby in 2012. And I've pretty much traveled. Mostly on the East Coast. <coughs> um, I think CatsuCon was the farthest I've ever traveled for a convention, as well as just doing it on my own, like overnight train ride one year and whatnot. Um yeah. So I pretty much made it a habit to go to New York Comic-Con every year. Uh I try to go to CatsuCon now if I can, if funds allow it, and uh, PAX East is also something I want to try to do for like more than one day, which is what I did this year. Um, Yeah, spent a lot of money on all, a bunch of goodies. And um, let's see. Other outfits I've done since then include an armored version of Nightwing that I tried to do based off his Injustice look, but Honest to God, I think I hated it at the end of it. Like I only wore it once, and never wore it again. Um, I think most of the armor pieces are gone, or I right threw out. Um, I've done a John Constantine outfit. I've done a almost a more proper version of Nightwing, like with its with the like emblems sewn in and stuff. Uh, I've done a steampunk version of Nightwing. Uh, Still all sticking to his new 52 uh, red color, which don't really see a lot anymore now that he's gone back to classic blue. Um, I also have an affinity with uh, Square Enix games, so multiple characters from their franchises I've cosplayed as, including Ringabelle from Bravely Default in the performer job outfit because, of course, why wouldn't you want to dress up similar to elvis for a convention of course that's all i got called as except for a couple of people shout out to larcy who when we met recognized me as ring a Bell. <laughs> um let's see i've done prompto from final fantasy 15 again in his uh his casual skin without the jacket um i think that's what i tend to do for some characters like i tend to do the versions that i don't think a lot of people have done so like for prompto it's just it's honestly just a pair of it's a pair of gray sh- jeans and a red sleeveless muscle shirt that's it and the wig and like the armband and the glove and i gotta pull the camera as my prop um but yeah all other like promptos i've seen they're either from his um his DLC episode outfit or his straight up regular outfit. So that's what I kind of tend to do. And I mean one of my other outfits was um Aquaman. But I did this weird um his futures end outfit, which was like this weird event going on that I really didn't follow, but it had a bunch of like one shot issues for some of the series where it took a look at the character like five years into the future and Aquaman had a new outfit and it seemed pretty doable to me when I saw it. Um and then of course uh I did uh Riku um twice now. Well, yeah, twice, because I have his um 3DS uh Dream Drop Distance outfit and um that led me to make the keyblade completely out of wood which is still and always will be i think the most proud i've ever been of something i made for a cosplay sorry coffee break um (laughs) um and then i bought his kingdom hearts 3 outfit um i want to say earlier this year late last year and it all came in and i'm still really looking forward to wearing it um it's weird. Um, I'll have to try it on again because I uh I spoiled myself and I got this um this Kingdom Hearts 3 uh Riku hoodie that's it was exclusive to Hot Topic. And I'm looking at it, and it's it's pretty much just his top section of his outfit. And I mean, it it did cost a lot to buy the official outfit. So I don't know, maybe one year at a con, I'll just stick to wearing the hoodie for his top portion. And then the bottom portion of what I bought, but, um, yeah, let's see how that goes. And then I bought, um, his Braveheart keyboard, which hopefully shouldn't be too cumbersome to carry around in New York for the con. So, uh, we'll have to see how that goes. And, um, Honestly, I feel like that's it in terms of me making new outfits. Um, it's just, I can't really see any other character I'd want to cosplay as at the moment. And it's just a lot of money and time that I just don't have at the moment. Like, I just have a lot of other things in the work that I gotta work on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I even managed through cosplay to, and my blog to um, have a presence like around the world. Like I got friends in the UK. I got friends in Australia. I got friends over in Norway. Uh, it's, it's really, uh, it's really something to be known for the kind of content that you do. So, um, <coughs> Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, so my blog started out, um, um, it was risen, I guess, from a failed website that I was a part of at the time, um, where I was going to do cosplay articles for this website, but it just kept getting delayed, and like the person running it really didn't do a good job in updating it or like giving a set timeline. So I just went ahead and made my blog. And posted my articles there. Uh, And that led to an ending of a friendship. But... uh, eh. Things come and things go. And I think I made out on the better end of that deal. So... I've been running the uh, Lightning Palace blog solo for about five plus years. Uh, It'll be six. Come this August. So, um... Yeah, I'm still... Finding individuals that cosplay, like, I mean, now that the convention season is ramping up, I mean, what you got E3 just happened, but I know that's not really a cosplay standard convention, but um, people are there. You've got uh, Anime Expo coming up in July, Dragon Con in August, New York in October. I know like late October, early November is when BlizzCon kicks in, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then you've got some of the holiday conventions. I think Holiday Met Series is one of them because I think it comes in at December. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, I know YetiCon is currently going on this weekend. I don't think it wasn't last weekend when I recorded. So, um, yeah. i lot seen a lot of good cosplays coming out of that con. So, I hope we'll to find some to share for you guys. Um... What else can I talk about? Uh, Yeah. I made some of the strongest uh, friendships and relationships in the cosplay world. And I'm very thankful for that. I kind of credit cosplay to um, saving my life. Because like at the time, I was just going through a really rough time. And really was not in a good mindset. So um, just knowing that I had a lot of friends that they enjoy what I do and they cared about me kind of made me want to just stick around and keep going to cons, keep making memories, keep taking funny pictures, uh, keep supporting all of the cosplayers, all the ladies that I happen to know. I mean you really can't see it now but like my wall is still decently covered in prints and i don't think that'll happen anytime soon like i think i'm gonna have my own area soon one day like just dedicated to uh cosplay prints um when i get my own uh place and whatnot uh so that'll be fun probably have like a little station dedicated to my podcast and blog um what else let's see uh i think for me personally dream convention blizzcon would be fun to experience just one year i mean i'm not that big into blizzard games aside from world of warcraft but i mean yeah it would be fun um new york still my favorite even though the crowds get bigger every year. Uh, PAX East is a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I've come to realize that cons are mainly fun when I'm with friends, so I'm trying hard to stick to that rule, especially with recent events, how which have led me to go to cons mostly solo now. Uh, I know Khan has always been fun because I, I grouped, not grouped, I roomed. That's the right word. Roomed with the same group of people for the two years that I went, and that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, Yeah, let me see. I'm just looking around my room. What else? I've met a lot of uh, comic book writers and artists. Um, Artist Alley does take a lot of my money. (laughs) So does the Square Enix booth. Never fails. So, uh, See how this year turned around for New York. Um, that's the thing. Like, I, I try to save up money, like, specifically for big cons, like CasuCon in New York, so that I can go crazy and not have any regrets. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I got a lot of statues, a lot of figurines, a lot of big Kingdom Hearts stuff. I got some Smash Brothers Amiibo yeah yeah um yeah i don't i don't see myself like stopping like being involved in the cosplay community anytime soon like i don't i'm curious like i, I think a lot of these people that i know want to keep cosplaying for a, a couple more years i mean i i we don't know how life's gonna turn out where how much longer some of the girls that i know are going to keep doing this i mean some do it for a living and some do it as a hobby on the side outside of their real life job so yeah i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see um yeah i think that's about it um i really got nothing else to say um I mean, as far as the franchise design, uh, teacher technique section of my show goes, um, I guess I could briefly touch on the um, the keyblade that I made for Riku uh, a couple years ago during the summer, where um, I had I traced the initial keyblade design in Adobe Illustrator, and then I brought it to my school who had a which had a workshop on campus it had a woodcutter i'd done this out of wood and it like it read the trace and cut it out so i had two like i had two copies of the keyblade i gave one to my friend and then i went to town just drawing it out on the on the piece of wood like drawing out the details and the lines and where to like um where to carve And where to put in the details. And then I got taught how to use a Dremel and a sander. And then I just, outside one summer, went to town on the whole thing. And then when it came time to being done, I then took it inside and then went crazy on the paint. And then it's it's decently heavy. Um, But I was able to bring it in for the New York comic-con that I went to that year when I debuted it and it was a hit. Um, and now it's hanging up in my room. So, um, yeah, a lot of carving, a lot of wood shavings and dust. Um, it's a fun time, fun time. Um, that being said, uh, I guess I could wrap up this episode. Uh, if it's short, oh, well, Like I said, I just wanted to fill in a week. I'm still trying really hard to make this a weekly show. And I've just been having a lot of difficulties um, getting uh, guests to come in for me. Either like they ghost on me or they just have to cancel doo-doo certain reasons and delay their appearance. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this little uh, solo episode. I don't know if I can do this again um because it was probably the only topic i could come up with to talk about uh doing solo but uh yeah thank you guys for listening um be sure to um follow me on my lightning palace uh account on instagram and twitter and then i also have my cosplay bites page on facebook which you can go ahead and like for updates and um episode public link posting uh Yeah, so uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you guys again next time.